This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Finding those underdogs is not necessarily the easiest thing to do, especially when you're trying to use logic and numbers at your disposal. And sometimes it doesn't seem to matter in baseball. So we're going to do our best uh, and look at the slate, see which favorites we like, which dogs are worth the shot, and maybe some strikeout props that we like for some of these pitchers. So let's start in the Bronx. Yankees, Phillies, Aaron Nola going for Philadelphia. Garrett Cole uh, coming off an excellent start in o- on opening day. He's 1-0 with a zero ERA. And the Yankees, minus 150 favorites, total of seven runs. Uh, Jenks, I bet that you like the Yankees here. I really like the Yankees here. And I am willing to lay a buck fifty here with New York. Now, yesterday, I almost did it with Domingo Herman, and we were talking about, well, if you see something in spring training, maybe it will take you off of that. And that's what I read right before I was about to go with Yankees on the money line. I saw that Herman really struggled in spring training. That is not the case with Garrett Cole. And, look, you're talking about two aces here, but you got Garrett Cole at home. I know Aaron Nola is very good, got roughed up in his first start. But at the end of the day, you got Cole – at home against the Phillies team that may have won yesterday, but that has still struggled. And I don't think if you're Aaron Nola, I don't think going to the Bronx and playing the Yankees is the best place to get right. So yeah, I'll lay it with New York. <sighs> I was going to sit here and say, okay, let's make the case for the underdog. But now I'm looking at these matchups and the way that these Yankees hitters have hit Aaron Nola. And it's really hard to make a case for him. Uh, Josh Mm -hmm. Donaldson has two home runs against Nola. You have Rizzo, who's already hit, I think, a home run this year, has two home runs against Nola, and so does Giancarlo Stanton. So it's hard to go against here. Uh, The Yankees here at minus 150, especially when it's right at that threshold. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe the the Phillies break out here. We saw him actually hit some last night. But again, that was against Domingo Herman. Garrett Cole so far has been great. A one-game sample size. Uh, But still, I'll be with you on the Yankees. Let's go to the Braves and the Cardinals. We've got uh, the Cardinals home favorites here. Minus 125 behind Miles Mikolas. Total of nine runs. This is afternoon baseball as well where we have a 115 first pitch i'm not seeing a starter listed for the braves maybe we can figure that out uh but what is your initial lean here well the braves are starting bryce elder today so yeah yeah. and i kind of like the braves at plus money they've won three of their last four they've been very good against right handers and they tend to fare well against miles meekless on the mound they're three and one against him in his last four starts. And St. Louis's pitching overall has not been great this season. Opposing teams are batting almost 300 against them. 
296 to be exact. So even if Miles performs well, I can see the Braves tacking on some runs late. I'll take Atlanta on the money line here. <sighs> I won't talk you off it because I do think that Atlanta plus money is enticing here. It really depends on what you get from Bryce Elder. He's definitely somebody that maybe this Cardinals lineup could touch up a bit. He has uh, a limited sample size in the big leagues, only two and four with a 317 ERA. Uh, so not a ton of time, only 54 innings in the big leagues. But Miles Mikolas is not somebody who I feel like is worth the minus money for me. Uh, let's go on to Milwaukee, where the Red Hot Brewers are facing the ice cold Mets. Uh, we've got Milwaukee <laughs> minus 135 behind Corbin Burns, who had a bit of a rough start. 0-1 with a 7-2-0 ERA. Uh, the Cubs hit him pretty well. A total of seven and a half runs. David Peterson going for New York. Jenks, do you think the Brewers continue to tack on the runs here? That is a very good question. He, I, I don't think so. I'm going to go under here. And this total opened to eight, was bet down to seven and a half. Peterson had that really tough loss against the Marlins in his first start of the season where he allowed, what, one run over five innings and still took the L. But I think Corbin, Corbin Burns settles down here. Like, he's too good. And I know that Mets lineup is very dangerous. But I think Corbin Burns is too good not to settle down at home and pitch much better so let's quick turn around for these teams which i think generally benefits the pitchers as opposed to the hitters so i'm gonna go under seven and a half yeah we saw this from corbin burns last year where he had a rough one to start in his opening day start but then the next one he turned the corner and went seven shutout with eight strikeouts in his next start so maybe it's just somebody who's a bit of a a slow starter, but you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like he's a good pitcher. I think he will round back into form, but we have to talk about the Brewers lineup because they've been really good. They've scored at least mm -hmm. nine runs in three of their four games. So maybe I'm discounting uh, the Brewers offense here and something's got to be fixed with the Mets because they couldn't even get it going uh, against the Marlins in some of those games. I like Milwaukee here. Oh, all right. Well, you know what? I'm not going to talk you off of that. At minus 135, I think that is, when you're talking about an ace like Burns pitching at home and the way Milwaukee has been hitting the ball like you're talking about, then, yeah, I like that quite a bit. Why not? Minus 135, I think it's a fair price. Yeah, I think it's the combination of Corbin Burns. I think he rounds into form. And also, like I said, their offense has been seeing the ball pretty nicely. All right, let's go to what I think is the best pitching matchup of the slate. We've got Logan Webb and Dylan C squaring off as the Giants take on the White Sox. We've got the White Sox home favorites minus 140, total of seven and a half. We saw excellent opening day starts from both Logan Webb and Dylan Cease. Logan Webb struck out 10 batters in the Yankees despite the loss. Dylan Cease, of course, had double-digit strikeouts as well, if I'm remembering correctly. So, Jinx, how do you use this information to your knowledge or to your advantage, I should say? Are you looking at an under here? Are you playing something off the pitchers? Yeah, I'm going to look at the under. My first inclination was to play the White Sox. They're at home, and Dylan Cease was such a moneymaker for me. But, man, you can't deny how good Logan Webb is when he is on his mm -hmm. game. And I know he took a loss against the Yankees in the first game of the season, but also he struck out 12 in that game. 12. So, when you have – yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when you have two great pitchers like this, it's just – and it's hard for me to think that Logan Webb, as good as he is, will have back-to-back -back bad outings. So I'm going to go under seven and a half here. 
I think this is one where you look at the strikeout props. Uh, Dylan mm -hmm. Cease, you're never getting a good number on him because he has wipeout stuff and everybody knows this. But seven and a half at even money, I think I'm willing to take a risk here because this is somebody with tremendous upside. And through the short breadth of the, uh, breadth of the season, it's the Giants that are striking out the most. But if they strike out double-digit times against Garrett Cole, one would think that Dylan Cease has stuff that is – you know, capable of doing the same. So I think at plus money, that's going to be my plus money play of the day. Dylan sees over strikeout prop. Also, Logan Webb, his strikeout prop is four and a half, which is a pretty low number. I know the White Sox don't strike out a ton, but do you look at that first start and say, okay, that was lightning in a bottle? Or do you say, hey, this guy's found something, maybe misses some more bats here? Well, I think it depends on the reputation of the pitcher involved. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes mm -hmm. if you, if you have an ACE and he has a bad outing, then it's like, look, we, we know the history here. So I'm going to bank on this guy rebounding into form. But when you have a guy where you don't really have that sample size, it's hard for me to say, okay, he's found something here. He's put it together. Maybe if he's a younger guy and he's trending in the right direction, you say like Spencer Strider, I think is maybe a good example where last year, he would have a couple great starts. You're like, hey, what about this kid? Do you believe in him yet? And I thought, I'm not quite so sure. And then all of a sudden we saw, okay, this guy's the real deal. Now we can start trusting him. Well, and also it is a different conversation when you're talking about strikeout props because it doesn't yeah. even matter. You know, if he gives up some runs, you just need five strikeouts. Uh, and I am seeing where he got this in each of the last two of his spring training starts, which it's spring training, so I'm not reading too much into it, but also it's a low number. So if I were to play anything, it would be the over on four and a half, uh, but maybe it's not going to make the card for me. I do like Dylan Cease, though, uh, to miss some bats against the Giants. Let's go on to another pretty solid pitching matchup because Shohei Otani's pitching for the Angels against the Mariners. Chris Flexen, one of the best underdog pitchers a couple seasons ago, going for the Mariners, 0-0 with a 2-2-5 ERA. We've got the Angels. Road favorites here, minus 145, Seattle plus 120, total of seven runs. Jenks, I love Otani, but he never gets mm -hmm. run support, it seems like. So how do you play this game? Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe, like maybe first five run line for the Angels, minus 110, just because Otani, there's no doubt he could go win and pitch five, six innings of shutout ball. And I looked at Chris Flexen last year against the Angels, faced him three times. And the Angels, even though they don't normally hit the ball, we all know that. You mentioned that. Flexen actually got hit up a little bit by L.A. last year. Gave up 10 runs in 16 in a third innings. That's not incredible. But when you're talking about Shohei on the mound, L.A. only needs – couple runs early i think with Shohei, so it's not my favorite bet maybe angels first five run line are you going under here <sighs> i don't know because i feel like when otani pitches you just go contrarian you say hey seattle yeah. still has a chance because otani's not going to pitch the whole game and there's a good chance that the angels lineup can go cold or what about overs i feel like every game like if he's getting run support that mm. you know seven is just such a low total and do you really trust the Angels' bullpen? I think maybe the sabotage factor is that the Mariners have uh, a pitcher-friendly park. So maybe that's why this total is so low. But when Otani pitches, I don't know. It's just you're never getting value on the Angels. And it's still not an Angels team that's very trustworthy. So it's a no play 
for me. And then finally, we have the Blue Jays and the Royals. Uh, Toronto minus 175 on the money line. Kansas City plus 145. Alec Manoa for Toronto. Zach Greinke going for Kansas City. Jenks, do you like the, the BJs here? I do not. I'm on the Royals. Need some plus money here. The one thing about Zach Greinke is, even though he's older, I get that. Last year at home, I mentioned this, I think last time we were talking about Greinke on the mound. Last year at home, he had an ERA of 1.91. So he is so much better in Kansas City than he is on the road. I need a little plus money. I keep saying that. I'm going to go Royals plus 145 here. Yeah, I was thinking that Zach Greinke was a good opening day play, and they lost that game, but it's not because he pitched poorly. He threw five and a third and only gave up two earned runs, so it was a good start for Greinke. I think that continues here. Wouldn't be surprised if they can at least keep it close, so I'm not laying minus 175 with the Blue Jays. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.